0: So, (laughs) it's a great movie as you're watching it, but the movie ends and you're like, that's what it's, it's just about a guy who wanted a second hand job.
1: Embarrassing
0: fuck up at the Oscars.
1: Yeah, uh, you're going to say something that wasn't the final card, aren't you?
0: Uh, Yes. They gave it to La La Land, which they, that was a mess up. Yeah. And then they gave it to Moonlight, Mm -hmm. which was what they intended. Yep. They did not give it to get out. That's correct. That is a very good take. If that ain't racist. Right. Um we saw Get Out this we weekend. Did. We'll talk we'll I will start off with the Oscars, but this is
1: I liked Get Out a lot more than I liked the Oscars. I well, I I texted you. You kind of stole my joke there because I texted. That's what you I was. I was I know, setting I, you up to make the joke, I, I, and you didn't fucking get it. <laughs> I totally forgot. I was uh, I sent it to you late last night, and I was uh, I was drunk. But uh. <laughs> well, could we make that rule where everything that we sent each other late in the night doesn't count? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't like where this is headed. <laughs> Talking about gay stuff. Uh, but yeah, I saw saw Get Out, and it was better than any movie yesterday.
0: Oh my god, it was. It, it had me way more than um, any of the other movies. I'll talk about Moonlight in a little bit. The, there was a very strong Moonlight or Bust crowd, and no. I, like, I haven't seen it. Moonlight was not by far the best movie. I had Moonlight fifth, and I, and I really, really liked Moonlight. Okay. Um,
1: I don't even know what Moonlight's about.
0: It's uh, about a kid who's having a rough time in life. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, you know who got cucked really hard last night? Who? Moonlight. How, do you, how so? Because this is... I realize this on the way over here. Um, everyone's going to make it out to be that like La La Land initially stole Moonlight's Shine, and then Moonlight got its moment. The only thing people are talking about today is La La Land producer Jordan Horowitz for like, how he handled yeah, that like, moment such a and gentleman. how graceful he was. They gave the award to La La Land uh, because Warren Beatty fucking old guy it wasn't even Hilarious. his fault he knew we'll it was happening i've got to take on the okay. don't like blame warren crowd um they give it to La, La Land. they're accepting their speech. they're accepting their award everyone on stage is finding out one by one we didn't win there's a great i tweeted a great video of emma stone just standing there fucking beautiful because she's emma stone and suddenly her face just like
1: changes and she goes
0: oh my god Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And then, so as... I, I, love,
1: uh, I love the fact that Ryan Gosling, like, as charming as ever, yeah. finding out that he, like, his big moment was taken away from him. Like, that guy's... That's not even fair. That guy's fucking perfect. In, I, in, in, right. Like, his big moment of He's got of a beautiful <laughs> little
0: grin on his face. Um, so, Derek up award. I forget who's speaking. And uh, Jordan Horowitz, the producer of Lawland La steps up to the mic. And he's like, Everybody stop at once. <laughs> There has been a mistake. We have not won. And like a fucking hush falls over the audience. Well, I she like grabs the, the card. Right. The
1: real winner
0: is <laughs> Moonlight, <laughs> and everybody is like. Yeah, Jordan Horowitz! what a great moment!
1: <laughs>
0: Cut I, the fuck out yeah. of Moonlight.
1: Well, I mean, also not to mention the fact that they let three people speak from La La Land before being like, "Uh, just kidding."
0: I've got a lot of questions. I know that the people are like, "That was real. That wasn't a. That wasn't set up." There's no kind of conspiracy theory here. I got some conspiracy theories. They're all too boring, and I, I haven't really totally formulated them in my head. But you're saying the fucking producer, Somebody of had... the Oscars, didn't know to to go to uh, to Moonlight right away. Like they, the producer probably knew. The person who's th- who's telling everyone where to put the cameras and shit, he knows that. All right, this is going to this is going to Moonlight. Everybody, you know the drill. Let's follow the Moonlight crowd.
1: It it should be, and I mean it. it the part that like really weirded me out is that like the over uh like the the PA person or mm-hmm. whatever it is the the lady who's like this is the Had something ready to go for La La, for La La Land. Yeah. That would be that to me like seems like that person should know who's going to win because she's going to recite this line or whatever.
0: Yeah, that that whole thing was uh very very fishy. Yeah. Um it took like 900 minutes
1: for best picture to
0: actually take place cuz I went right. to rewind it after Because I want to see everybody's reactions. That took a fucking long ass time because Moonlight, for like a few minutes, was like, no. (laughs) Right? You guys won. You're up on stage. And fucking Jordan Horowitz was just going to town on the theatrics. And God, he's going to be in a fucking movie next year. He's going to step in front of the camera.
1: I liked the guy who was, uh, like, in the. he The third guy in who was, like, giving his. The he, real, yeah, he, he was knew like, well, he we knew, lost. He already knew that he lost, but he wanted to give his speech and thank his people anyway. He was yeah. like, thanks to the blah, 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 blah. And oh, yeah, by the way, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> and then and the fucking Jordan right, Harwood awesome. He's right. <laughs> um, You're giving him some weird accent. Does he have an accent? I don't think so. He was so. just,
0: he was so fucking dramatic, though. As I was watching it, I honestly thought, and I've seen, I realized after... Swipe the card out of the guy's hand and like like put it... Moonlight! It says (laughs) Moonlight! I I realized after, I've seen Jordan Horowitz get up there and win a bunch of awards because we watched the other fucking award shows. But in the moment, I thought that he was a guy from the Academy... Who was so so did sent I he, to be like So
1: did I because he was so like adamant about right, being like No, no fucking Moonlight joke, won. bitches <laughs> Stop fucking
0: celebrating. Yeah. Emma
1: wipe that fucking smile <laughs> off your face. You lost. I know. I was in the same boat. I was like I was kinda tuned out and then he jumped in and was like, No, this is not a joke. Moonlight wins.
0: Yeah, and then All right. did you see I think it was the producer of uh, Moonlight who got up there and she was like, Wow, this was crazy, but to be up here with everybody from La off- Oh, they gone. <laughs> okay. Ha. <laughs> 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 fucking losers. Um big moment for us last night, big win for us. We found out how to pronounce Mr. Ali's first name.
1: Yeah, I don't if I already forgot. Uh, Mahershala? uh Mahershala, Yes. Ah, that's right. Um that fucking beautiful man. So now I guess we can stop calling him Remy Danton. In his beautiful speech, everybody calls him Remy Danton. Well, apparently not because everybody is like, "Ah, Mahershala.
0: Uh, well, I think that there was some uh I think there was some intent on Jimmy Kimmel's part to say if, one, if people get one thing out of this fucking night, it's going to be how to pronounce Mahershala. Because he kept saying Mahershala in the open. And then when everybody came in, he was like, all right, on three, one, two, three, Mahershala. Um, that guy, by the way, what is his name? The one that everyone liked? The people, the, the strangers who came in and took pictures?
1: Gary from Chicago? Gary from
0: Chicago. People fucking love that guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, by the way, that guy is definitely an actor. Or, or, or someone is... in Hollywood.
0: He was uh he was a little too polished. He wasn't your yes. average guy. Like yeah. if we walked in there, we would be fuck that, I feel like there would have to be security. If we were on that tour and they brought them in, it's like I'm fucking like sitting 5 feet away from Nicole Kidman. I'm going to scream at her about how she wasn't supposed to be
1: nominated <laughs> for best supporting actress. Yeah. I mean, I guess Ryan Gosling's right there. I guess, guess I maybe to... they're banking on the fact that if you're riding a tour bus during the Oscars, then maybe not you don't, big don't enough care Oscar enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: That's a good point. Um, so there was the "Don't blame Warren" crowd. Saw a
1: lot of those tweets. Didn't like that. Uh, I, I mean, people saying that like he fucked up is is a wrong take. It doesn't matter who fucked up. It's who you're choosing to blame. I this guess is a well, billion dollar I, well, production th-
0: that's not and the a case, clumsy though. old guy <laughs> managed to ruin the whole fucking thing. I'm celebrating and blaming. I mean, this guy. I'm
1: not. I'm not convinced that anybody else th- you substitute in that part does anything funny. different.
0: Oh no, no no. I'm saying what's the best way to retell this story. It's like, all right, so the whole thing <laughs> goes off without a hitch. Jimmy Kimmel's running it. There were and no problems at all. Old guy. And then they made the mistake of having an old guy give the biggest award <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, he fucked it up. Gave it to the wrong people.
1: I mean, you can just change it to this old woman fucked it up because fate done away. away kind of fucked it up. Uh, I do like the fact that like uh Warren Beatty was just like he immediately knew what was happening, and he was like, "Uh, yeah. you take this one." <laughs> yeah, uh, and then he fell on the sword at the end of the day, to, to anyway. So, like, what the hell? And Jimmy Kimmel was in there, kind
0: of making fun of him the whole time. Look, a- apart from the beginning of uh, the open, when he's like, "As Americans, let's all have a conversation." Nope, if you voted for Trump, you're a fucking psycho. That part sucked. Uh, everything else, um, I thought he was good. I thought the I thought Kimmel was, was fine. Yeah, everyone. Wa- People are so insufferable watching the Oscars, and I know that we're both.
1: Everybody wants to hate the hosts. Yeah, it's all the time every year. It's like an impossible job. Not everybody can be L. Cool J. Okay, (laughs) it's it's basically an impossible job because the best that you can hope for is he was fine, yeah, or she was fine, and that's
0: what I thought. I thought that uh, I thought that the playing um, playing Matt Damon off the stage was that was great, fucking hilarious. It was a joke that I'm surprised had not been done before. But the idea, like, if you just really break it down, think about it. It was as he was presenting,
1: and it was every time he spoke. That was really, really fucking yeah. funny. And like that joke ran through the entire show. Yes. And it never—it didn't feel like they beat it into the ground at all, because it was funny every time. That's one of those jokes that's been around for so long that
0: you wonder if it's gotten to that family guy point where they've made it so many times that is the joke now that they're still making the joke. But I legitimately, at most of these uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon things, I think that they're like legitimately funny.
1: Yeah, I think they're they're especially because Jimmy Kimmel like really went in on Matt Damon for like the uh, the uh, wall. We bought a
0: zoo <laughs> was really funny.
1: Yeah, that and, would... then, and then then the wall movie yeah. and turning down uh, what's it called?
0: Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't funny.
1: Here we go. <laughs> Award show Twitter. Oh yeah, fucking no. sucked. And I was very bad last night too.
0: I was bad I... too. Whatever. But we we don't need. We shouldn't count on ourselves yeah. to be. I, one of us has President of Award Show Twitter in our bios, so
1: oh, maybe you, we you should. Do. <laughs> yeah, I've been there that. for a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, but, you should probably live up to that hype, huh? Yeah, well, I think I usually do, but we shouldn't. It's
0: it's not like Award Show Twitter needs the two of us yeah. to be good. There should be other people coming through. Nobody was fucking funny.
1: I think my I think my big thing is that I I have to stop drinking so much during war shows.
0: Yeah, I made a mistake. I started the night uh in a crowd of people.
1: Nah, yeah, that was a bad mistake. You corrected that pretty quickly, huh? Bad you mistake. Just left? I
0: so this is proof that God exists. No, I like fell ill. Suddenly like I became very very sick and I had to run home and I just watched the rest of the Oscars laying down and feeling like hell, but it was great. It got me into the place that I need to be, which is tweeting, texting a select few. That is the only fucking way to do an award show. If if you can host and you have a few people that you really, really, really fucking trust, and that's fine. Like I feel like if we watch an award show together, we could set up our stations, Us not say a word to each yeah. other. Yeah, Jeff could be there. Mm-hmm. It would be a great time.
1: Um, like there wouldn't be an obligation to speak in the room and here's the thing basically be like hey let's share it let's it'd basically be like a uh what do they call it the the room where you just like pitch ideas bounce ideas off each other yeah i know what you're saying uh, the focus group or something yeah like yeah, that.
0: yeah um and because watching watching an award show in a group with me do you know who was the worst person there you me by far. <laughs> I'm killing everybody's fucking vibe. They're just trying to hang out, have a good time. Like they started, they casually started it a few minutes uh, late, yeah. and they were but like, let's the "Watch it on DVR." And I'm screaming. I'm like, "You!" I'm like, "We we just lost those four minutes. That's fine. We can correct this. Just skip the f- first four minutes." Why did they do that? Because let's... they wanted
1: to skip commercials.
0: No, they were just like, "Hey," they were like, "Oh, it we're started. Busy. It's okay." <laughs> Let's what because you I was, can't
1: have an Oscars party and then start the Oscars late.
0: You can, you totally can if that's your prerogative, and that's what everybody was doing. That's what their vibe was. They don't care. They're not tweeting. They're not texting. They're just hanging out with friends, having some fun. Well, then you got to know. Never to invi- heard of it. Well, then not, you, that's not then me. You got to know to
1: invite the right people if you're throwing a party like that.
0: I borderline crashed it. Okay. I don't <laughs> even know that I was invited. So you're here.
1: completely at fault here. This,
0: it was 100 percent my fault, and I was. I was yelling at people during the uh, the can't stop the feeling thing. Yeah. I was like, this isn't going to be good. We, It's not going to be so good that it's worth being behind. So I'm not checking Twitter. I'm fucking finding out Mahershala, how to pronounce his name later than everybody else. This should be something that I'm on the fucking cutting edge of. It was my fucking nightmare. I texted you as soon as I left, and I was like, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to be off the grid for 20 minutes. Just text me things as they come in. You put me up on game about... Uh, the
1: The makeup person winning <laughs> the uh, Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, every if, if that wasn't the easiest thing to fill out in an Oscars pool, then I don't fucking know it was. The only thing that you think of with makeup the last year is Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty pretty accurate.
0: Um, yeah, but so when La La Land lost, everybody made the same two fucking jokes. And this is a little Twitter tip from someone who's not particularly good at Twitter. If you think of a joke, I think we've said this a million times. If you think of a joke that's that easy, everybody else is going to make it. You've got to either refine it or not make that's it at all. What, I
1: mean, on the topic of Suicide Squad, I think I saw approximately 4 million people tweet like, oh, Academy Award winning film Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Right in the aftermath. And I was like, mm.
0: yeah. When, so when La, La Land lost, people tweeted, La, La Land blew a 3 1 lead and La, La Land won the popular vote. Can't can't tweet those things. You think that both of us didn't fucking think that? You're drunk ass. You you pr- thought to make both of those jokes. You thought, Oh, you could make a an election joke here, you could make a Warriors Blue a three one lead joke here. We
1: can't. I retweeted the uh the Lala La Land Blue twenty five point lead, which was tweeted by Jim Murray.
0: So that's another yeah that's s-
1: t- close, but
0: I the only reason I, I, I allow laughed. that is because it's from Jim Murray, right. Who's a fucking angel. Um we saw Jim Murray this weekend. We did
1: run the jewels. It we went was a to, we great went to time. run them jewels fast. It was uh, it was awesome. Yeah, a lot he's of fun. A,
0: he's a good concert buddy. Um,
1: he's a good everything buddy. It seems like oh yeah. There he in a situation where I wouldn't want to hang out with that guy.
0: He's uh we should give we should give little certifications. Uh, he's a cool guy. Like he oh, classifies for sure. as a cool yeah. guy. You want to have him around. Um, well, uh, did. Do we even have any other Oscars takes? Oh, Borellis
1: just fucking negating all those deaths. Uh, one of them was not even a real death. Did you Love see it. that? <laughs> Love it. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. N- probably no more of a disrespectful move than uh, sticking an alive woman's photo in an in-memoriam in, memoriam in, a, uh, in like, an industry in which she should be known for being alive. Well, to be fair,
0: we do that every award show. Uh, Meek Mill technically is
1: breathing. But, yeah, but, I mean, he, I bet a lot of the people in the Oscars room didn't, d- don't know who Meek Mill is or don't know whether or not he's alive. That's true. He's not in the, not in the same industry, so. <laughs> that's true. Um,
0: so, fuck, uh, let's just quickly touch on Moonlight. So, Moonlight was not the best movie. It, I liked it a lot. It was totally not the best movie. And there was, uh, as a Beyonce fan... I was upset that it was getting the same treatment as uh like lawland versus Moonlight became the new Adele versus um beyonce 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 was so much fucking better than Adele Adele was like the worst it's like lawland yeah, was Ade- one of the best was moonlight was one of the best this was the the Grammys was the best album versus something that shouldn't have even fucking been in the discussion
1: right. So, I, I, a 25 was not good and I think that most people agreed. Like, yeah. Most people were that was why I mean obviously like the racial thing and like the the Grammys being yeah. you know whatever but uh, a lot of people agree that 25 just wasn't good. Yeah. I don't I, I've heard conflicting opinions on La La Land, people but La La, La Land's a fucking suck on La 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 Land. Movie. The, people
0: just want to be cynical about it. I think that the, they saw it, they liked it, and then they heard all this hype, and they were like, oh, let's pump the brakes. Or they heard all the hype, saw the movie with the intention of being like, I didn't see what the big deal was. Right. All yeah. the fucking jokes, that, that fed into award, Twitter, uh, award show Twitter sucking last night. All the fucking jokes... About how La, La Land wasn't that good, or like La, La Land, so fucking white. Like, like La La shut La Land, the fuck up. La La that was a really good
1: movie. La, La Land pivoted from being like the cool, awesome thing to like, it's cool to hate La, La Land so fast. Right.
0: You know what it was? It was the uh, the Fun album. So, Fun's second album, Some Nights, came out, and they were not, they were just like a, a fucking Baroque pop band. They weren't super huge. And yeah. I remember when I I was flying to Indianapolis the morning that it came out. And I was down, this was back when you had to download albums. And I was like, oh, Fun came out with a new album. I'll listen to that on the plane. And when I landed, I'd listened to the album a fucking million times. And I was like, holy shit, Fun put out a fucking insane album. This is great. And a lot of people were all excited about fun. They were like, "Wow, what a cool album!" And then some nights got big, and everyone was like, "Ugh, you know who's fucking lame? Fun, suck my dick."
1: If you <laughs> liked it, then you liked it. That's kind of what happened with the, uh, Mumford and Sons early on. Yes, it's like their
0: early stuff Except was Mumford awesome. And Sons
1: was yeah, but they kind of exposed themselves.
0: I think that people got carried away with Mumford and Sons, though. That's the difference. I think that uh, I think that the hype with Fun was deserved i think that the hype with mumford and sons was ill-timed if they had applied that holy shit mumford and sons is great to their first like their first two albums awesome but instead the grammys fucking do what the grammys always do and they're like oh what there's a band that's been around for like <laughs> six years they, they've they been putting out really good stuff cool best new artist yeah. all right now when they put out their next album we'll call that album of the year uh so yeah fuck you guys la, la land's good fun's good uh Moonlight, I really liked, and it it was uh, it had my attention the whole time. Weird fucking ending. Can I spoil it for you?
1: I I, haven't, I don't care. I don't care to see it, I guess.
0: No, you should see it. It's good. Um, so it's, it's about a kid who is growing up in Miami, and his mom's a crackhead, and he gets his ass kicked by bullies all the time, and a drug dealer and his girlfriend essentially start caring for him. The drug dealer is Mahershala, girlfriend... Okay. Janelle Monet. Whoa, okay. goals! That right. was th- there's a scene where they're just sitting at a dinner table, and I'm like, imagine fucking being that couple. <laughs> wow. Um, so they, they they care for the kid, and uh, the mother is like a, a real problem. She's played by Naomi Harris, who also is extremely good looking. Oh my god! And she she fucking killed that movie. Best supporting actress. I realized last night was by far the best category, and it's a fucking shame that the stupid ass Oscars nominated Viola Davis who should have been best actress and that threw off everything like Michelle Williams could have won. I felt Janelle Monae could have won Janelle Monae wasn't even nominated. She, she could have won for moonlight. She could have won for, um, hidden figures. Who else was fucking nominated? Uh, Neo, Yeah. Naomi Harris. So good. So anyway, uh, this kid, he's having a rough time. Doesn't have a lot of friends, gets beat up by bullies all the time. And when he's in, I want to say you, yeah, he's in high school. There's this one kid, Kevin, who's always been nice to him. And one night they're sitting at the be- by the beach, and they smoke some weed, and Kevin jerks him off. Oh, very tasteful, wonderful stuff. And uh, that's I think to that point they've been intimating that the kid's gay, but it's not a huge, huge thing. Like the kids ca- like drop f bombs on him, but. Kids do that to each other. So yeah. I like I I kind of didn't see this goes to your take the other night. You had a very great uh, point. You said that you have a bad gaydar because you haven't realized that uh, either of us are gay yet. Yes. So <laughs> uh, so maybe I was just watching with a bad gaydar. So the scene happens. They're on the beach and they're smoking weed. And they've established that Kevin is straight because he gets in trouble for having sex in the hallway with a girl. So anyway, okay. They're sitting on the beach. Kevin gives uh, Chiron a nice little job, And then the next day, the bullies go up to Kevin, having not known that this took place, saying, like, hey, we do a game where uh, someone has to beat somebody up. And he's like, we're picking you to beat up Chiron. So this kid fucking beats the shit out of this poor kid who has no friends and we is jerked off the night before. right? And is thinking, like, well, finally, like, I found love or something like that. So it's this really scarring thing for this kid kid gets his ass kicked he's also really fucking skinny not a yeah. strong dude can't really fight back against the bullies so the next day he comes into school picks up a fucking chair goes up behind like the lead bully and fucking breaks it over his head goes to jail and then the third scene of the movie there's three scenes one when he's a kid with uh mahershala. There's three scenes
1: in the entire movie
0: there i'm sorry there's three acts okay <laughs> the the first the first one is when he's a kid with mahershala Marshall has died by this point, by the way. By the okay. time it gets to him in high school, how did he die? Um,
1: I think it's assumed that uh, drug dealer things.
0: Yeah, drug dealer things. So uh, this is gonna be the best part of the podcast. Just me <laughs> summarizing <laughs> uh, Oscar-winning film Moonlight. So third act, Chiron is now grown up and he's fucking hard. He's like jacked. He's this fucking scary ass dude. He's a drug dealer. He's got, the, he's got basically the same car and the same setup as Mahershala's character. He's... Juvie changed him or something, or he just decided, like, I'm not fucking around anymore. Gets a call from Kevin. Ooh. It had been a minute since they've spoken. All right. So Kevin says, hey, man, I know it sounds weird. It's been a long time, but I was thinking of you. I'm a chef, and in my restaurant, a song came on, and it just made me think of you. Anyway, hope all is well. So he goes back to Miami, He's been living trying
1: to double down on those hand jays. Exactly. He's like, "Ooh, you know (laughs) what? It's
0: so actually. This actually is kind of what ends up happening. It's a weird way (laughs) to end the movie. So he goes back to Atlanta or to Miami. He's been living in Atlanta. Stops off to see his mom, who's been in treatment for a long time. Mm -hmm. And there's this fucking awesome scene where he's sitting with her and she's they're talking. They're smoking cigarettes. And he tells his mom that he hates her. And it's, it's not like a, I hate you. It's just like a very like real, like, I hate you. like, I think the line is like, I hate you mama. And it's, it's fucking moving. So he goes to the restaurant where Kevin's working. Kevin is like, Hey man, it's so good to see you. Let me pour you a drink. Chiron's like, no, I don't drink. Kevin does what any person does in that scenario. Makes him drink. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you do. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he drinks, they, uh, they I think they share a bottle of wine or something like that, guy stuff. I shared a bottle of wine with myself last night. Ooh, man, your picture that you tweeted out, it was basically my fucking dream. It was uh, cookie dough bites. Yep. Ever had them frozen? I had them frozen. People forget that. I had them frozen last night. Ah, oh, yes. And wine. Yep. And the Oscars. That really is a great fucking job by you. So anyway, they're sitting there, they're catching up on life, Kevin's got a kid, because he's a straight guy, mm-hmm. does, does a little gay stuff, um... <laughs> And they, what do they do? So they go, he, oh, Chiron gives Kevin a ride home after, comes into the apartment. Kevin says he'll make him some tea. They're shooting the shit. Chiron never really talks, by the way. He's, he's a man of very few words. Okay. And so they're talking. Chiron throws in there. You're the only person, are you, what is, oh, you're the first person I ever let touch me. And nobody's ever touched me since. Right. And then the fucking movie ends. Okay. So All right. <laughs> it's a great movie as you're watching it, but the movie ends and you're like, that's what it's it's just about a guy who wanted a second-hand job, <laughs> which is exactly what you said.
1: It's That's crazy.
0: It's crazy. I feel like the, the movie could have ended with the, the mom. They could have switched it. He could have gone and got a second-hand job, then gone to his mom and been okay, like, I hate, "I hate you because there's a scene earlier in the movie where he's where he's a very young kid and he's explaining to Mahershala I, I think I hate my mom. Yeah, that's the scene that they used in, the, uh, in the Oscars club. Right, yeah. It's so fucking hard to tell what that movie's about. I don't know. Maybe I just fucking missed something. But, but people came away from the movie, and they were like, if that doesn't fucking win,
1: then everyone sucks. And I'm like, I just fucking enjoyed Lawland more. Goddamn. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, La La Land, we we mentioned it, and it had, these tweets had very short shelf life, but like, La La Land was tailor-made to win Best Picture. Shuts
0: to fucking Dan Kagan for outing us, yeah be like,
1: ooh, nice shelf life, <laughs> boys.
0: Hey, Dan, ever heard of shutting up? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that was... I think we said it after we saw the movie. We were like, this was like chemically made You're in right. a lab
1: to be like, all right, let's make it about... And they Hollywood, did the whole that's... fucking, like, thanks for taking a chance on us thing again last night. Yeah. Uh, and I don't care how many fucking studios passed on La La Land to begin with or whatever. Once that was, like, got put in motion, and Ed once Stone, it hit the screen, Gossing, it was, Damien never, Chazelle, it was the... never an underdog. Damien Shut the fuck up about it.
0: Damien Chazelle was essentially the Chance the Rapper of directors because he had done whiplash which everyone was like oh my god this guy is fucking awesome can't wait for what's next because that's probably going to be a huge success so he was like the hottest young shit in the business and he makes a fucking movie with ryan gosling and emma stone which has already been proven to be a deadly fucking combo and he makes it a musical right everyone was fucking counting you guys out man yeah no one no one saw success oh by the way the uh we're gonna have J.K. Simmons, who everyone has rec- in the last two years decided is a fucking god. He's gonna be a fucking minor. There's only four fucking parts of this movie, and he's gonna have one of them. Odds were really stacked against them. <laughs> I loved uh I loved John Legend singing Audition.
1: Uh did he sing Audition or did he sing um He sang City, City of Stars. Stars
0: and Audition. Okay. Uh
1: great on you for
0: pointing out City of Stars is not the best song yeah, in that That got movie. a
1: lot of blowback too. People fucking love really? to suck City of Stars dick. It, so
0: I do disagree with you I, on this. It's not played too much in the movie. Like, it becomes the central song in the movie because they um, there are so many repri- uh, reprises. Reprise. People pronounce that different ways. Yeah. I don't think anybody knows. Um, it comes up so many times throughout the movie because yeah. you need songs to do that in a fucking musical. They do that with that, and they do that with Me and Sebastian's Theme. Uh, me and Sebastian's Theme is such a fucking better song. Every song on that up.
1: It, there are a lot of songs that are better than City Stars. You know what
0: song doesn't get a lot of shine what? is uh, a lovely night.
1: I don't know which one. The one was. where they're
0: in the park and they're saying like, th- it's about how it's a lovely. night. Where they're walking
1: to the car. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Where they do a little tap dancing. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's a good song. Yeah. That that could, no one fucking talks about that.
1: Shouts I, I, to see, uh, see. I liked. I liked. Uh, I liked John Legend performing City Stars, mm-hmm. but like. That's because it's John Legend. Because he's better, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know. The fact that I don't know. I was I was uh, kind of restored my faith in people when I when we had tweeted about Drive It Like You Stole It being robbed, oh and God. everybody agreed with that.
0: That's such a fucking better movie. Um, not necessarily
1: a better movie, but a better song.
0: Oh no, no, no I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A better better song. Whoops. Um, <laughs> although honestly, they're kind of apples and oranges because one's a huge. Big thing with fucking Gosling and Stone, and the other is a uh, relatively cheap film made in Ireland. But I think I enjoy those movies equally. I fucking love Sing Street.
1: Pretty close. Yeah. I mean, Bank Fear, or, uh, like, no yeah. a punch-wise, probably Sing Street brings it harder.
0: Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and they give you kind of different types of feels. They're both all the feels movies, you right. know? Like, the, the relationship with the brother in Sing Street is... I don't have a fucking brother. And I'm like, oh, man, I totally fucking feel that brother relationship, man. Um, Yeah. Uh, Speaking of musicals, can't believe we haven't brought this up yet. Huge, huge, huge fucking news in brunch history. Brunch is going to Broadway. Are we?
1: Yeah. Okay. You didn't know this? No. No. Do you not know what I'm saying right now? I know that we we were like talking about going to Broadway to talk with Christy Mantaplis. Yeah. Okay. So that's the okay. I didn't. We we're haven't going finalized. To, go to Broadway <laughs> to talk to Christy We haven't finalized that, but we go don't know for if it. we've
0: been given the okay for right. that to actually happen. But we're still he, going.
1: He could, he could definitely not want to do this. Yeah.
0: We're still going. Um. So Sarah Bareilles, starting in late March, is taking over the lead of the musical waitress. She wrote the music for it. It's fucking great music. It's a dope ass play. I it, so it opened in Cambridge before it went on Broadway. I saw it there, and it was it was really fucking good. I'm not a big play guy, um, but I fucking loved it. It was one of the many reminders. Every time I see a play, I'm like, why don't I fucking see plays? They're the, they're fucking they're lit.
1: Well, I mean the the music for that play. I've ne- I haven't seen it, but the music is unbelievable.
0: Right. It's so it's dope. Sarah Bareilles is fucking taking over that. I was already being like, "All right, guess I'm going and seeing this shit on Broadway." It's about uh, it's a it's a about a woman who becomes pregnant. She's married, shitty relationship, and then she starts fucking um, her doctor, and then leave. Uh, I won't give it away. Okay, but there's <laughs> uh, the male lead, the doctor, is played by. Christy Montopoulos now best fucking news in the world. Sarah Brels and Christy Montopoulos, friend
1: of brunch. That's like your dream
0: pairing. Holy basically. shit! We were sitting there before Run the Jewels uh, getting apps. Uh, again, I don't want to take credit
1: for anybody's success uh, because why we, wouldn't you want to take credit for anybody's success? Because Katie Nolan would yell at me. I was uh, gonna. That was fucking. <laughs> that was wild. I know. Uh, uh, I don't want to take credit for people's success, but like if you come on brunch, good shit happens to you. That is true. It's happened for a lot of people that have come on Brunch. Yeah, Lena Waits came on Brunch,
0: and suddenly, she's the
1: coolest fucking chick in the world.
0: Right. It's almost as if she already was.
1: I know. But it's, Well, good for us for putting it out there.
0: Yes. Uh, Jimmy O'Yang doing big things. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. Uh, yeah, Oscar Nunez came on, and now he was in The Office. Yeah. So. <laughs> and he's going to die in Baywatch. So. That was a fucking scoop. That was how about fucking Pete asking asking the right questions, bringing the things (laughs) out. Which the question was not, "Do you die?" No, it was just just like, like, "What's the deal with fire?" (laughs) And he was like, "Right, I die in this movie." (laughs) He was that was a fucking that was a fun time. Good good times. I love interviewing people that we really really fucking want to interview because we get into that shit and they're usually good. Um, We both saw Get Out this weekend. We did that movie. So this was our experience with Get Out. You sent me a text and said have you seen the preview for this movie Get Out and I looked it up and it was like from the mind of Jordan Peele and you're like oh that's a weird way to describe a comedy but like they did uh, for the, from the mind of yeah. and it's like oh Alison Williams I'd love for her to be in something good at some point in her life and <laughs> It's like, "Oh, guy meets girl." Oh, it seems like there's some racial over. What the way? Is this a fucking horror? Oh, this, this is a fucking horror movie, Jesus. Yeah. And the the f- the, the, the trailer is fucked up and the it trailer ends real quick. Right. So, I think that everyone's reaction was like, "What the fuck is this movie? This looks like the weirdest fucking thing in the world." Right. And then Lena Waithe went to a screening of it and she posted something saying it was the most woke movie she's ever seen. And then reviews started coming in and it was saying this movie is like one of the great movies Mo- rotten tomatoes it's like 100% gives it for a while 100 and we're like holy shit so th- this one from like a, we should see this to figure out what it's all about to this is the best movie ever apparently <laughs> I, we saw it i, I kind of think it's the best movie ever
1: <laughs> it's really really good uh, i don't know if it, I, didn't, I wouldn't put it best movie ever category i probably wouldn't put it at 100% But it's definitely in the '90s. It is a crazy
0: fucking movie, and I didn't even know how to form words for about an hour (laughs) afterwards. I was wearing the brunch long sleeve. I was excited. Went to the movie theater in my uh, in my brunch long sleeve. By the way, long sleeve t shirts and joggers are great solo movie. uh, That's that's
1: great solo movie attire. Seems like it.
0: I got out of the theater. I'm walking to my car, and I was fucking
1: sweating. (laughs) Uh, So like I, it took me approximately 45 minutes to an hour to 100% agree with Lena Waif's take that that's probably, like, the most woke movie of all time. Well, racially. The,
0: f- the first, um...
1: Like, I, this might surprise you. I'm not a black person. Um, yeah, hey, what? <laughs> but, like, the subtle You gotta hints, start doing video. <laughs> the subtle to not-so-huddle <laughs> subtle hints of racism in that movie, like, in the yeah. introduction introduction parts, are, yeah. like, unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and it's... It bugs me that old whites and or racists get this idea that unless it's hateful, it's not racist. Right. Like I'm none of us are above saying something. And if somebody explains to us or points out like, hey, man, like you, you wouldn't have said that to a white person, you know, like you're like, oh, fuck. Like that's I'm 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 trying to think of how to phrase this.
1: Like black people know can what be racism a, is you, more than than white people. You, yes,
0: and you can be racist. Oh yeah, um, it's like the thing in Master of None. The like it's not up to a guy to decide whether it's or not something's sexist. I yes. totally agree with yeah. that. It's not up to a fucking white person to decide whether or not something is racist. But I think a lot of white people don't understand that just because something isn't hateful, that it isn't racist. Right. So a lot, basically, the first half of the movie is, is exposing that? a lot yes. of these things and. You're, like, you're shaking your head at these things as they happen because you're like, oh, fuck, white people do fucking do this. Yeah. Like, it, it's kidding. a lot of... Um, so, We're going to not spoil this movie too much and if we do, we're going to say that we're going to spoil it because for as much as we love spoiling shit...
1: We don't spoil shit that we like
0: love. We want people to see this because even though... I think... I, oh, I said this to Adam after. I didn't enjoy the movie as I was watching it because it makes you so fucking uncomfortable, but... App, but you know as you're watching like, this is fucking really, really good. Yeah. So, um... And,
1: girl, shows, and on the topic of spoilers, shouts to Gorms, who almost fucking ruined it for me. I, yeah, <laughs> you the, told me about weekend. this. So, he, so you had seen Get Out, and you must have tweeted about it or something like that. And he just assumed that I had seen it. So he sent me a message. Like, doesn't
0: he listen to Brunch? We don't do shit together.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, so he sent me a message, like, about a certain part of the movie... And I like I read like half of it, and then I, I kind of realized what was happening, and I was like, "Ah, you were the baby fuck, running fuck, down fuck. the hall gif." <laughs> yeah, basically. That's the just best. immediately reverse course, and, and and he apologized. So yeah, still love you, Gorms. But so it's don't about, do that again. <laughs>
0: it's about a girl brings her boyfriend to meet her parents, and she the the boyfriend who's black has reservations about it, and. She's like, oh, well, they're fine. They're not racist. And a lot of the interactions that they have are they fall into that category of This doesn't come off as these people being hateful. It comes off as them being fucking dumb. Yeah. And he's doing the... The dad's calling him my man and stuff like that.
1: And I voted for Obama. Yeah. I voted Obama for a third term, best president in my lifetime. (laughs) Right. So it's a lot of... It's so uncomfortable. Right.
0: It's a lot of just, like, uncomfortable, dumb shit that people wouldn't say unless they were like, oh, I feel that because I'm talking to a black person, I need to speak a certain way. Again, people are going to... I, I know that it's fucking dumb the old why people are gonna call this movie anti-white, and it, yeah. no, like they're
1: just pointing out that you guys kind of do shit like that. Right. It's like if if uh, if like a black person goes into a, like a overly white uh, like environment where there's not a lot of black people, even if like they're not trying to be harmful. Yeah. A lot of the times seems like they're like too nice, and it becomes uncomfortable for the black person.
0: Right. Yeah. It's uh. I had a great teacher in eighth grade and um, when we were learning about a lot of uh, American history and stuff and racism and civil rights, she t- she told us about have a nice day racism and she was like, the one thing that like, if I can pass on anything to you is don't do fucking have a nice day racism because it's it basically is that exactly is. that. It's like wow. you see a black person, you're like, oh, let me get the door. like You're yeah. treating them completely different because you're... You, and you're making them uncomfortable. Right. Um, so it, an example of this that I've seen in my life, I was coming back from a Kendrick Lamar concert with two of my friends, a uh, white girl, black guy, and a <laughs> white girl got a text. She was texting with her friend saying that she'd gone to Kendrick Lamar. And she'd gotten a text that said, uh, I don't, like, I love rap music, but I don't, I don't know if I'd want to go to a rap concert. I feel like you can't dance there. And so my friend reads this text out loud. And it's late at night. We're driving back from New York. And it's just kind of quiet. She reads the text. There's like five seconds of silence. And my friend is like, that's racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that person's not saying like, fuck rap music. Yeah. like, But it's like. You just... You act like you acted a fucking concert, you weirdo. Right. It's overthinking it, and it's drawing a fucking line where you don't need to draw a line. So anyway, the first... The the early going of the movie is exposing a lot of those kind of uncomfortable ways that white people act around black people, and the ways that fucking black people have to just fucking take it. You know? Like, he can't... If he says, like, stop being so fucking weird, you know?
1: Especially in that situation with your girlfriend's parents.
0: Right. So there's so he goes there and there are some black people there, but there's something that's off about the black people. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's very much weirded out by that. The viewer is very much weirded out by that. And then there's a twist. Then there's a fucking huge twist. And then shit goes down in the last, what, half hour of that movie. There's so many twists. That's where that, the like, sweat I don't comes even know, from. I
1: don't even know what Which twists ones are specifying. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, that's the mark of a great movie. Uh, the last half hour of the movie is fucking wild. Yeah. It's uh if you've ever seen have you seen Hostel?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I think parts of it. Is so, that where they like they sell the people? Uh, or is that
0: Yeah, no, yeah, where they bid on people yeah. to um they're basic it's basically they're we put them on in a room to torture them, or yeah, we put them in a room, you get to do whatever you want. Okay. That movie freaked me the fuck out because I'm like somewhere I feel like that happens.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: One time I got blackout overseas. It was in the Czech Republic, and I woke up in like a strange situation. And when I woke up, I was like, "Wow, that could have." They totally... like if Europe wanted to do that to me, they totally could have. Right? Phew. <laughs> My man, nobody nobody wants to to, I, I, to get you in a room by I yourself. I <laughs> still think I know that you're the only person who would do this podcast with me. Uh, man. So anyway, uh, the. The end of Hostel is like this guy escaping and, or trying to escape. And the last half hour of Get Out is like the ultimate guy trying to get away scene. It's a guy trying to get away movie. Right. It's a really, really fucking good movie. I'll recommend it. it you're going to be creeped the fuck out for
1: a little while. But Did you, it, uh, did you catch the, the black mold comment at the beginning of the movie? No. Huh. I don't know if it, I don't. No, I, like... I remember that being said though. What, what... Yes, uh, he the he's like giving him a tour of the house, and the basement is. Lo- he says the basement is locked because there's black mold down there. Ooh, caught that in the very beginning of the movie.
0: Interesting. Um, I definitely want to see it again. I'm definitely
1: going to see it again. I think,
0: like in theaters, because it's because of all the twists. You want to see. Uh, Jordan, I saw a thing with Jordan Peele where he said that like every line is there for your second viewing, you know. Okay. Like everything is set up so when you know the twists as you watch it, it becomes creepier. Okay. It's a fucking creepy ass movie.
1: Yeah, I uh, I definitely want to see it again. Um, just just for the that reason because knowing. Knowing what's going to happen and, and knowing what I'm going into, yeah. I think will help me enjoy it a little bit more start to finish.
0: We didn't spoil anything with this movie, and I think that we still had a pretty good discussion about it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of good spoilers, um, I had something big spoiled for me. Nashville. <laughs> so Connie Britton left Nashville. Um, the way they did it is they killed her off. And I didn't fucking know that. And I had been good about watching Nashville. Nashville's probably the only show I watch as it comes out.
1: You, I think you're the only person who watches um, Nashville. Yeah,
0: Nashville is the. Or yes, I'm the only person who watches Nashville is a better way of phrasing that. And uh, as you know, if you listen to the Friday Night, Lights, Friday Night Lights episode, as first reported by Brunch's John Feidelberg, R.I.P., from a Brunch perspective, maybe, <laughs> um, uh, Nashville was picked up from, by CMT after it was canceled by ABC – and I was surprised that Connie Britton went over to C M T because when ABC had cancelled it, she was on a talk show and they were like, So Nashville was just cancelled, how hard is that? She was like, It's hard, but it's also It was time. It was yeah, she mm-hmm. was playing the it was time thing. And the other people in Nashville were doing the hard like
1: Save Nashville. <laughs> she was like, No, nah, that, that was good. Is Hayden Penettier still on the, yes, in them? Yeah, she's the still in it. Yeah. Oh, so she's not doing anything with her life, huh?
0: No, and her character's become kinda good. Okay. Um it sucks, though. So they killed off Connie Britton, and Josh Cooper from Puck Daddy ruined it for me. And I fucking was jealous. so mad at him. I, I tweeted, fuck you. I've, I've only interacted with him face-to-face in person, like, once. Very nice guy, very sweet guy. I was thinking after I tweeted at him, like, fuck you, you fucking dick. And, like, I was <laughs> legitimately angry at him. I was like, do I, do I know him well enough to be this mean to him? Um, was she dying or something in the show? They, her storyline for the season was she had a stalker. And Ooh. at the end of the previous episode, the stalker finally locks her in a room with a knife. She escapes, though, and they catch the stalker, and the st- stalker storyline is done. And then in a very 24 move, at, so th- it seems like her problems are behind her. Yeah. She's, on a, she's in the cop car on the way uh, being driven home. She calls Deacon, her husband, crying. Saying something really bad happened, uh, but I'm I'm okay. I'm coming home. And Deacon, who fucking Charles Eston from The Office plays Josh. Uh, this uh, Scranton. No, I'm sorry, the Stanford boss.
1: Oh right, the cool yep, guy. Yep, yep.
0: He's in Nashville and he is fucking awesome. He's the man. Um, he's on the other line. There are tears in his eyes and he says, "Come home, baby." And you're like, "Oh, phew!" And then as he hangs up the phone. Fucking Reina's car gets sideswiped, and she gets fucked the fuck up. And, and then a the sideswipe,
1: yeah. You
0: know what that is? Yeah, I know is what a
1: sideswipe is. But no,
0: no wait, or is it T-bone? T-boned, when, where it's t-
1: like a car. Yeah,
0: it, like a T. Yes. There we go. And that's T.J. So she learns about cars. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, she gets T-boned. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. And the
0: viewer really gets T-boned because <laughs> get like boned. Really get the viewer really gets fucked because now we're in danger of losing our dear Raina James, and the next episode is spent in the hospital. She has surgery. She's okay. Everything's okay. What the fuck? But Deacon's saying, like, hey, I think she's acting weird. She's saying some weird stuff. She's got two daughters. They're both musical. They're both awesome. They're the Canadian girls who sang the national anthem at the All-Star game Ah, last year. Everyone shat on them. Fuck you guys. They were good. (laughs) So the daughter was supposed to have a concert at school, but she's obviously in the hospital with her mom. Mm -hmm. So... The school brings the concert oh, to her. Ugh. So <laughs> she's singing, she sings to make you feel my love to her mom with her choir. It's the most angelic thing and as she's singing it to her her mom goes into fucking shock or something and dies. Why the well, fuck a, would you make her die that way? That's a
1: fucked up way to die. And that
0: is so fucking me. Like what the fuck is So we know the storyline now for the rest of the series is this fucking daughter is it's way fucked for up. life. <laughs> How'd your mom die? Oh, well, she got in two bad accidents. I killed accidents, her with my singing. Survived them both. But then I sang to her and she died. <laughs> really, really fucked up. So that I watched that before we went to Run the Jewels. And I was I was like, man enough to say I cry during Nashville. <laughs> I, was, I had fucking tears in my eyes. It was not a good... Even after it had been spoiled, I knew that she died. But they made so many times that like, oh, she might die. No, she's okay. That I was like... Maybe that was an incorrect spoiler. Maybe Josh Cooper fucked up or yeah. something. Maybe I need to apologize for calling him an asshole and just call him a dumbass instead. And no, nope, the sweet little girl singing to her mom kills killed her. Killed her. So fucked up.
1: Sent her body into shutdown mode.
0: <laughs> Imagine. That th- I mean, Sarah Bareilles has killed me a lot of times with her music. I was gonna tweet something like that during the in
1: memoriam because oh I God. tweet because she's done a few in memoriams. Yeah, I was well, gonna- She's like, in a, that's like basically her thing now. She's just uh, an immor- immemorium singer. He's for, like let's talk, let's be real about Sarah
0: Burles for a minute. I know like I love Sarah Burles. I love all her music and shit. Her voice is fucking it's amazing. Un- she is so that's fucking why, good. I,
1: that's why I'm totally cool with going to see Waitress on Broadway because I want to see Sarah Burles sing the songs.
0: If we I think it would be a lot of fun. If we went interviewed the Chris the bad boys of Broadway. Bad boys of Broadway, interviewed Chris Demontopoulos and uh, then just like saw the show down it it would i'd be surprised if we could get it hooked up for free it'll probably cost us like eh,
1: like, a million dollars like (laughs) a
0: million dollars a piece (laughs) uh all the money that brunch already does not have brunch Uh, is a business that's gonna start off like like thousands of dollars in debt yeah um i would guess maybe and this is a total brunch says something confidently without knowing it i would guess $500 $500 a ticket. Are you serious? 400 to $500 a ticket. If you want to have good seats. But what you can do is they have day of drawings for tickets that are cheaper, I think. My buddy Mike does that. Uh, my real buddy Mike, not, not uh, capital <laughs> M, my buddy Mike. He lives in New York and he works right by Broadway. So apparently, what it used to be is you would go to the theater the morning of and enter a drawing. Now you can do the drawings online. So he enters all of them every day and he's fucking. He wins them sometimes. So he just goes and sees dope ass Broadway musicals for like 40 bucks or something like that after work. That's pretty solid. That's cool as shit. And now he's like this guy in New York who's seen a bunch of dope ass plays. I'm pissed. It's cultured (laughs) and shit.
1: It's supposed to be me. Well, I mean, hopefully that we can. We can work something out so that we don't have to pay a million dollars to go see fucking Waitress on Broadway. I
0: think it would be really funny if Brunch, which we're starting as a business, starts off way in debt. <laughs> if Brunch never begins as out. a failing business that, I don't know, maybe we'll be elected maybe president we'll of the break even States. Maybe we'll sometime. A, yeah. Um, okay,
1: well. By the way, uh, we need to speak uh, for a few minutes about the new John Mayer. Yes, let's do it. We uh, we did not cover this on Friday. It's very good. I think that Wave Two is better than Wave One. Yeah,
0: I think that because I listened to "Helpless," mm-hmm. great song. Then Calvin Harris came out with a song uh, with slide? Migos and Frank
1: Ocean. It's called yes, Slide.
0: Slide. Okay,
1: and not the Goo Goo Dolls one.
0: Right? No, better. I've listened <laughs> to both of those songs nonstop. Okay. Haven't even listened to any other John Mayer ones because those songs have taken over my life.
1: So the, the back end of Wave Two is is awesome. It's a packs of punch. Uh Helpless and then uh I think Roll It On Home is the, the fourth one. Okay. Um that's also a very good like Americana
0: John oh, Mayer awesome. song.
1: So awesome. Uh, um, those two are amazing. I loved your playlist on the way to Run the Jewels. Oh, thank you. It was, was just it was just Run the Jewels and then helpless every other song every other, it
0: was, i think it was run the jewels three with uh helpless mixed in mixed in every other song and slide was there a couple times okay that was uh, a great playlist really really solid playlist i tweeted it out and it got a lot of favorable reactions but i a lot of times i'll tweet things and people will respond and be like "Uh, you've been drinking <laughs> fucking follow me one time do you know <laughs> like, Relax. The answer is
1: usually yes. The answer
0: actually is usually yes. I did not drink one drop of alcohol this past
1: weekend. That is insane. You went to run the jewels and did not drink High five drink to me. All. You got a nice little iced tea at, at dinner beforehand.
0: It was great. Iced tea. Some apps were going around. Wild time.
1: I had, you uh, got your nachos. I had some nachos. I had some beer. If you guys d-
0: ever meet Pete and you want to make his day, don't offer to buy him a drink offer to buy him some nachos that would be he loves nachos <laughs> i mean nachos everybody guy. loves nachos but
1: big nachos uh i i we discussed this but i don't remember the last time that i've gone to a concert without getting nachos either before or after
0: <laughs> that's fucking great you must love going to concerts because eventually you're gonna have like a pavlov's dog thing where you associate like you go to a concert and afterwards you're like nachos please <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think it, like if I were to go to a concert at this point and then go home without nachos, I think I would die in my sleep because my stomach would be like, what the fuck? You have classically conditioned yourself yes. <laughs>
0: to need nachos upon seeing music live. Yes. That's sick. Um speaking of music live, we're going to get you to John Mayer. You did not get John Mayer tickets? Did not. But uh fortunately, you've got a little hookup which is th- the fucking internet because we'll just ask for tickets and we're going <laughs> to I thought you were them.
1: just going to say like a- I got you tickets to John Mayer via hookup. I'll get so. you
0: tickets that way. Like if I'll ask for tickets and someone will give them to me, I'm I'm batting. I think I'm still batting a thousand. One time well, I tried to get tickets for my friend and no one gave them to me. I think it's because I was asking for them for, for a friend.
1: A Nobody wants to help out a friend. Yes, um, which is
0: weird because you would think people would rather help out a stranger than help me out. But <laughs> for some think. reason, people are. Great to me with concerts. So if you, one between the two of us, we're gonna get you tickets to John Mayer. I'm thinking of getting some free tickets to Ariana Grande on Friday. I learned recently that she's playing at the Garden on Friday. I'll go to that. I hate her, but I would go to that. <laughs>